The purpose of this show is solely to provide information for you to make your own decisions on the subjects that are presented. Welcome to the Ben Armstrong Show, folks. Obama's fundamental transformation of America is almost complete. You remember when Obama said that? I'm sure most of you remember when Obama said that he would fundamentally transform America. And in order to do that, you're really, you'd have to destroy what America was founded on. And really just completely change America completely. It's a globalist agenda. But we always knew there was so much more than that. And with Joe Biden's term basically being a puppet of of Obama, you can be much more aggressive if you're Obama behind the scenes as to fundamentally destroying everything about America because that's what they're really doing, destroying everything about America, what it was built on, and you can do it from behind the scenes and you have a senile old man that you get to work through. So it was ideal for them. And it's also very dangerous because will it destroy us where we're going and what has been done to America, the open borders, the globalist agenda. We're in dangerous times, obviously. Let me get to where they were talking about this with Frank Gaffney. And he had Alex McFarlane on. Well, let me just play you the first cut I got. Take a listen. Frank, somebody asked me if... I, I call it Obama-Biden 3.0, Alex. Oh, exactly. Uh, somebody asked me the other day if the Biden administration could be described by the phrase dereliction of duties. And I said, I wish it were that simple. It's not merely dereliction of duties. It is the intentional forced takeover and transformation from America, a free Judeo-Christian republic, to a communist nation. And so they've... Well, Obama, as, as as you recall, of course, Alex, in his... Uh, the immediate run-up to his first election talked about fundamentally transforming America. And it turns out yeah. that he did it as much as he could in his first two terms. But uh, in a way, as he actually said on camera at one point, the preferred means of finishing the job was to have somebody else nominally in charge, but he would be behind the scenes pulling the strings. And I I think that describes what we've been witnessing. I think they're right. I think we're we're witnessing that. And it's much worse than people probably could imagine. Now, here's the thing. I think the original plot of the globalist was to purge America's wealth. Replace the conservatives by flooding it with people from around the world to get rid of America's heritage. So there is no heritage flood it with as many illegals. It doesn't even matter which illegals come, really. Just people that are not American and don't know anything about America's history and have no connection to America. Purge it, purge its history, fundamentally destroy its entire existence that way, and at the same time, enrich yourself while doing it. But there's a problem because there are other globalists, like China, who want to rule the world, And they don't want Europe to rule the world. 
Or you have Russia, who has someone who has always worked with the globalists, but he's a dictator. He'll do whatever he wants. And so you, you, if you weaken America to purge it, what you really do is open up its enemies that want to destroy it physically. They're going to look at that as an opportunity. Hey, we can, we can physically destroy them because they've been weakened from within. So the very first time I heard fundamentally transform America, I knew if they were to fundamentally transform America, they would weaken America automatically to the point where that would eventually end up destroying us physically. I knew that when Obama first ran. So that's what we're facing right now. Here's more. I'll pick it up where I left off. A wrecking operation, I would call it. Alex, we're going to have to take a short break here in just a moment. I want to come back to you with the retaliation that we've seen the left uh, engage in against people that they perceive as Christian nationalists and, mm. and what that is doing in the face of other real threats to our nation that are going unattended or in some cases, uh, as in the border, actually. All right. Well, the Christian nationalist thing, I'm, I'm actually going to skip I, because yes, they hate Christianity in America. The left does. We understand that they're trying to label Christians as basically terrorists. And that's what they get into that. So they go to a break. We'll go uh, and come back and pick it up where I find it's a little bit more of an interesting conversation with Alex McFarland. And he's talking about how police officers are coming up to him and telling him and warning him that we have been invaded and in a very dangerous way. Take a listen. Uh, I was in churches where officers in uniform, very concerned. They came to me and they said, uh, Reverend McFarland, we're apprehending illegals coming across the border and the bio checks that we can assemble show that they are young males trained in terrorist camps in China. They are jihadis. Um, and they told me this. And Frank, what I'm telling you, my hand to God, this is something Americans need to be concerned about. They said, um, all in these small Texas towns where illegals flood in, um, less cars or vans with New York, Chicago, St. Louis plates will come in the night. Half a dozen men will run out of the bushes, get in these vans and be taken presumably up into the interior of America. And, uh, Texas mayors were saying to me, we cannot get the DOJ to help us. We've appealed. Now, this is, you know, about 12 or 13 months ago. But there is... But it, uh, this is not improved, Alex. This, this is the state of play today. And in fact, I want to take just a minute to, if you'll indulge me, to talk a little bit about a scenario that makes this terrifying to me. Yeah. Uh, we, we've had, uh, on the 17th of January, as you may know, 10 former senior executives in the FBI, now retired, say basically what you just said. We, we have. Look, Frank Gaffney and these guys, their, their, their personalities are so monotone that you don't get the seriousness of it. I wish they would put a little more passion into what they're saying, because this is 
major, major stuff that has occurred when you have FBI officials telling Congress that we have been invaded by Russia and China, that they think there's at least 100,000 Chinese military people in America right now positioning themselves for Lord knows what. Well, we do know what. To destroy America, but Lord knows what in, in that there's a million different things they could be doing, like setting up for biological weapons, doing stuff to electricity grids, doing stuff to our water supply, farmland, all sorts of things that things that I probably can't even think of and they'll end up doing. We're in a super dangerous time. And sometimes these guys say great stuff, but they just say it so that when you're listening, it sounds like this. And then people drift out and it's not, oh, yeah, America's in danger. Oh, well, uh, we'll see what happens. I, that, that frustrates me. This is jump up and down screaming stuff. You don't even have to. I'm not even being fully passionate, but I can get pretty passionate about this stuff. So let me get back to them. Ignore the monotone. The non-urgency that comes out, that's their personalities. They can't change it. That's who they are. But ignore that and understand the seriousness of what they're talking about, please. We are experiencing an invasion yes. of particular concern or large numbers of military-age, uh, as it happens, fit, unaccompanied men uh, yeah. from China. They said also from Russia, as well as from you know, terrorist sponsoring regions, by which I think they mean, you know, Sharia supremacist nations around the world. This and the thing, the thing, well, what makes it a certitude that it is treason is that when you combine that with the fact that when the FBI, and by the way, the Centers for Disease Control, were informed that there was a covert bio lab in Reedley, California, that was established there by the Chinese Communist Party, funded by it, staffed by its personnel, with some 20 deadly pathogens in place, including a freezer full of stuff they said was Ebola. Mm. This is huge because you also have China openly threatening that they are working on COVID viruses that have a 100% kill rate. Why would China even put that out into the news? And we know since we found this one biological factory that there has to be others. And if we have at least 100,000 Chinese military that have snuck into the country already, where are they? How many biological weapon labs do they really even need? That's the other thing. You don't really need very many. Uh, to me, the biological weapon thing, I, I've always looked at it this way, that the, the shot would be the setup. You wouldn't release a 100% deadly virus that would turn back and kill you. They're going to try to release something if they were to do it. Logically, this is what I think. They would try to release something that affects people who already have damaged immune systems. But if you don't have a damaged immune system you probably would survive whatever they release. That's what I think. Who knows? The point is, that's serious stuff. 
and th they're going to talk about even more serious stuff. And this is not, this is what I'm saying. There's not enough passion. People don't seem to care. This is not me ringing an alarm bell without 100% proof and evidence. We've, we've given you it. This is really happening. This isn't, we think it's happening or it might happen someday. It's happening right now for real more. And the FBI could not bestir itself, I presume, because they're too busy chasing around after, oh, I don't know, January 6th people or, or Christian yeah. nationalists to go and actually check out what was going on in this lab. And Alex, if that weren't bad enough, we've been told by the House Select Committee on the Chinese Communist Party that there's reason to believe there are more of those labs that have yet to be discovered. So you put this invasion together with the possibility that those guys could come, some of them at least, for the purpose of disseminating Ebola or some other deadly disease. This is a catastrophe in the making. And the fact that there is so little attention being paid to it is, is well, it's beyond malfeasance. This is, this is treason, I believe. Yeah. I mean, we hear the term high crimes and misdemeanors. I mean, the Biden administration, they don't bother with misdemeanors. You know, high crimes. Goes, goes straight to felonies. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Right. And the only hope is a miracle of God. And Frank, my prayer, and this is my message everywhere I speak, which is three to five times a week somewhere, I'm, I'm asking, in fact, begging churches and pastors to pray for this nation, inform their people, and vote. Um, I, I truly believe this election is pivotal coming up. And, uh, I agree. You know, and I, I do the same, actually, Alex. And Folks, if we make it to the election, the truth is, Trump looks unstoppable in some aspects, and they're flipped out because people have woken up. And I think our enemies are posturing as if they're not going to let us get to an election without them doing something. Why would they waste the opportunity of a senile old man sitting there who can't respond if we were to be attacked? How long would it take for for uh, Joe Biden to give any type of orders or make any decision on anything. And you don't think our enemies don't know this? Of course they do. So if our enemies don't do anything, they will have missed the biggest opportunity they've ever done or would ever have in the history of America of really damaging, damaging us badly. So it's hard for me to comprehend that they would, but I don't know. I don't know how it all goes down fully. I have ideas. I have really good ideas by following the Bible. So I can say, but I'm not going to go into that. So, but I have to see some things finish out. I think we're right on the verge of the tribulation period starting and the one world government forming. That means America has to fall for the one world government to take over power. Now, how America falls, people argue about this. The point is, is the Great Reset that they're so open about truly is the forming of the one world government. Russia and China are going to throw a wrench 
into what the European globalists want. This is why it gets so complicated. European globalists, Russian globalists, Chinese globalists, uh, the Islamic globalists, they all have different agendas. Then the American globalists, they have different agendas. But eventually, the foreign globalists are going to agree at some point it's just time to get rid of America. And the globalists who live in America are all going to get screwed over. I've been saying it and saying it. They're the stupidest people on the face of the earth. They're the ones that are going to their own destruction, supporting their own destruction. So it's a dangerous time because if biblical prophecy and the one world government's about the form, at the same time, America looks like it's about to be surprise attacked. You would see that in the news, wouldn't you? Then you would see that something would be going on in Israel. Is anything going on in Israel? Oh, uh, yeah. And there would be stuff like things that the Bible said would happen in the last days. You will see things like, how about Damascus being destroyed at some point? Well, we're seeing signs that that could happen any second. This is crazy stuff. So when you combine the news about what's happening, I'm going to give you something about what just happened in Damascus right now. And, and you combine that with everything else that I've been giving you, and it's all happening at the same time, it's hard to come to any other conclusion that God's judgment is right around the corner. So take a listen to this. This is from the Watchman, Eric Steckelbeck. But up first... We got to talk Iran striking the U.S., Iranian proxies, and we got to talk today Israel striking Iranian advisors south of Damascus. And of course, when we talk Damascus, we're talking prophetic implications. And whenever I mention strikes in or around Damascus, our viewers respond. And our very active chat here, our commenters they say, Eric, Isaiah 17, it's at the doorstep. And that very, very pertinent verse in the book of Isaiah says that Damascus, a day is coming when Damascus, which is one of the world's oldest inhabited cities, will cease to be a city. The Bible says Damascus. Yes, Damascus, again, one of the world's oldest inhabited cities, uh, will become a ruinous heap. And I quote, that's not me saying it. I'm just quoting the Bible directly. So when we talk Damascus and strikes in and around that city, people get very interested and their prophetic sensors go up. Okay, here's some of the details from today's strike uh, by Israel. And again, Israel will neither confirm nor deny. That's Israel's usual MO. But here are some of the facts straight from the horse's mouth from Syrian state media. And Syrian state media, it's interesting, folks. Remember, this is the media of the Assad regime, which is obviously aligned with the Iranian regime. And they're usually not this forthcoming. But here you go. Syrian state media says a number of Iranian advisors were killed in an Israeli attack south of Damascus in what is a rare acknowledgement by Damascus of Iranian casualties uh, in Israeli strikes on Syrian territory. It also says that civilians were killed, I presume, who were around this building where these Iranian advisors, regime minions, were operating. And Iran's Tasnim news agency reports that 
I always laugh. The Zionist regime, that's what it calls Israel, targeted an Iranian advisory center, an Iranian advisory center in the area. And apparently seven people were killed among them. All right. So you get the point that is is escalating, escalating in Israel. We're having an escalation with our military over in the Middle East. There's an escalation by China and their aggressiveness and the invasion of our borders. Russia has escalated. Everything is still escalating. There is no de-escalating. I'm not seeing any of it. And here's what I don't think we'll see it. That Damascus thing, that's going to be fulfilled one day. And I think pretty soon. Now, I could be wrong. That could happen anytime during the tribulation, technically. It's written about. It doesn't give us the specific date. There are indications that that would happen probably before they even have the one world government. It seems like it's something, it seems like it's going to be part of the wars that break out. If World War III were to break out, folks, there'll be multiple wars, which would set up the ability to, A, you've removed America. Obama's, I've fundamentally fundamentally transformed America to it so weak that it's gone. Obama can sit behind the scenes, wait it out, America is not the power player anymore. The world goes into chaos because we're the policemen of the world. And now we're not there to police anything. People will then want peace badly. And it depends how bad things get, how quickly things move. If it's like wars that are slowly break out, that'll be different than if it's a one big sudden boom, giant war. And then wars break out after that. It it, it really does depend. Um, but from all the indications, my understanding is this will be a sudden event if it were to occur. So I've always been looking for a sudden attack on America. I say get right with God. What else are you going to do? It's not like you and I can specifically stop it but what we can do is get ourselves right with God get ourselves to trust that God is in control even when it feels like everything is in chaos remember always God is still in control Jesus is the way the truth and the life no man comes to the father except through him I love you guys see ya Hey guys, don't forget to like and subscribe to my dad's channel. Otherwise, Joe Biden will come in your closet and sniff your hair. The establishment media is doing everything possible to not allow you to get to the deep truth of things. And, you know, when it has topics such as medicine, science, politics, business, really anything you can think of, you want the truth and the media just doesn't seem to always give you it. You know that's true. So why not go to The New American and check out Conversations That Matter with Alex Newman. Conversations That Matter. The title explains itself, right? They're conversations and they really matter. Alex Newman is awesome and he'll bring the best guests you can possibly find around the country, even around the world. Check it out. 